Okay, welcome to the Sunday Night Navi. As always, Sunday Night Navi is a ongoing presentation of the Weiss Entertainment Network, 613 on your dial. Hold on. Um, tonight's sheer. I do. I do with that. Okay, tonight's Shia prophetic vision in the 21st century, the message of Nevi'im Rishonim, the story of the Book of Shmuel. The series will focus on how Shmuel Anovi, the author of the Book of Shmuel, sent us many messages for our time. The series is dedicated uh, in Zecha Nishmas Rabbi Rachmiel ben Aramir, um, and tonight's Shia is Biskos Rufuah Shlema, I had a thought. Um, we spoke about last week about the merging of the Malucha uh, of uh, of Shaul HaMelech as well as the the Musr, you know, uh, we talk about Musr of uh, that Shmuel gave them the complaint of, of them asking for a king. But the thought I had was that maybe Shmuel was saying to them that although the the process maybe wasn't right, but when he mentions when he mentions to them that Alta Suru Hashem, it's the end of Parak Yudbeis, don't turn away from Shem, don't turn away from Hashem. Hashem Maybe he was saying to them that. That yeah, maybe they didn't ask for the king the right way, but now they have an opportunity to go forward. Now they have an opportunity to, under the leadership of 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 by all accounts, a great man. Uh, um, none of the Musser that that Shmuel directs at, at his at the people have anything to do with Shaul, the Shaul, the man, or Shaul, the character. Yeah, we spoke about some of the character flaws that maybe he had, and we're going to get into uh, some of the tremendous uh, failures that, that that he had. But but at the same time, he still remains as Meshach Movamala, head and shoulders above the people. So maybe Shmuel was saying to them, don't blow it. Now, now you know, finally, finally, Shmuel said to them, we've gone through this for 400 years now. We've gone through these ups and downs. Uh, now, that, now that you asked for a king, hey, you did it right, you didn't do it right. Now you have him. Now follow him. Now let him lead, and and, and follow follow B'derech Hashem. And, and if you follow B'derech Hashem, you're going to write this whole ship. And ultimately, although although we're going to talk about some of the failures uh, of Shaul Hamela, ultimately the ship it does get right. Uh, what, what's what's and this this as we've said many times is to the credit of of Shmuel Hanavi um, is that. Is that despite his failures, and, and one could look if you if we pull Sefer Shoftim into our story, one could think and say that wait one second, Shoftim's failures sets the people back. Well, it doesn't. Why? Why? And, and this is also a lesson why, because because before because when Shoftim failed, immediately his replacement was named. Dovid is anointed right after the story of his failure. 
And although, although for the overall, that's kind of kept hidden from the people, because, uh, but Shoal knows it. And Shoal know, and, but, but I think it's that continuity that, that's crucial in, in this story. And I think, and I think that's what Shmuel is kind of trying to say to them. He's saying to them, "Don't blow this chance, because um, now, you, now, now you have an opportunity to really live in Eretz Yisrael the way the Rebbeinu Shalom wanted us to live in Eretz Yisrael." And I, and I think that's all the Musa. I, I, I really, I, I think that that's all the Musa that came after all the stories. We had a little, we had a moment of glory of Shaul. And we and we and we said he put away the detractors and and all, all these stories and then we talked about the rain falling and all of that. But I, I think I think that's the the message here. Don't blow it. Now's your chance. So let's let's move on to um, Parakid Gimel. It's uh, page seventy four if you're in the Art Scroll, or it's uh, Shmuel Aleph Parak Yud Gimel. Now, Ben Ben Shana the so it says that he was a year as the king. So Rashi says, He's like a child, a one-year-old child in the sense of what? That he, that, that he, didn't, he didn't commit any sins. The Yesh Leftor, or some will explain it. Ben Shana Arina Shehum or some say it just simply means the first year of, of his kingship, and immediately he went to action, which, is, which I think is a, is a tribute to him. Writes the, what writes uh, the Mitsuda, Ben Shana, Rotsalomar, Kishanimla, Kalsa Shana, Mizma Mishikhoso. So he says it's the end of the first year. Okay, so he says this is time is moving along, as as Masudat David says. Radak says, Perush as Keshayu Advarim Ayla, Shadibar Shwa Bakhidish Hamalacha, Shana Hayalom Mitkilas Mahuso. He also says that it was a year since since he became king. Ustashana Malacha Kharkin. So he, the Radak says, he didn't reign for two years. He reigned two years after this point. So that, that's different than other people. But the Baal Seyed Olam says he was really king for two years. Uh, or, or, or it means, It's that he quotes the Medrash that by being king, his sins are forgiven. Like it's like a, it's like a chasana, or it's like Yom Kippur to him. Right, he quotes the Medrash that there are three people that their sins are forgiven. A chasan, right, that's why the chasan wears a kittel under the chuppah, that's why, that's why a chasan fasts, Yom chasan also, because it's like Yom Kippur, his sins are forgiven. A chacham, um, and a, uh, and a nasi, nasi minayim, b'ksiv, ben shana, so what what is what does all this mean? Like like what like what what is the point of, of, of this medrash that the Radak quotes? The Radak quotes is that being the king is a very serious situation. 
and and but what what what's what's to me I think is the is the turning point is that when you become that king you're given a fresh start. Whatever you did before it doesn't matter. You're like a, a Tino Kevin Shana. You're Noki May Ovel. Now you have a chance to great. You have stepped into the most significant role of the Jewish people, maybe next to the Kohen Godot. And now, you, now, now you're now there's you come with nothing, meaning you don't come with any sin that you've had before. It's all gone. It's Yom Kippur. It's it, it's it's a it's a whole new life. But now's your chance to become to become great. They say that they say in general that people that go into Jewish leadership positions are given special segula and special protection. I think that's based on this idea that when they when they became the king, it says that his 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 sins were forgiven. It was like Yom Kippur uh, for him, and I think that's that's very important because because it means that it means that every action that he takes. In other words, every every good thing that he does, it's never jaded by any maybe past action before he became king. It's a new start. It's a new beginning. It's a new a new chance, a new opportunity. Says that he chose uh, 3,000 uh, men, um, army people, troops. And they, the 2,000 were with Shaul at a place called Bemichmash, uh, uh, a place called Michmash, over Har Beisel. The Elavayu im Yona son give us binyamin, and then there was uh, so the, so the, the the army was divided. It sounds like Gidon almost a little bit. Um, that the army was divided. Two thousand went with Shaul, and uh, the other thousand went with Yonasan. and everybody else that the, the rest of the people he sent off uh, basically sent them home. Um, now, what does it mean? Vayiyu im Shaul. So Mr. Dad David says, Lios Nichonim to be ready Lisham Shell Basator. whatever the whatever their need was, they, they were prepared. That, that was that, that that's what their, their role was. Now, so the first thing the Novi tells us now 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 we just take a step back for a second. It's just <laughs> I you know it's amazing. The, the Plishtim, right? The Philistines, the Palestines, right? Right? They were the, the, the chief protagonists of the time, right? They, they were the, the, the biggest enemy. They were standing in the way of, of Jewish people living peacefully in their land, right? And what if you think the Novi is not talking to us today, uh, the Novi is telling us that that, that you know, where did where did the Plishtim live? They lived in Asa. They lived in Ekron. They lived in you know places that uh, you know near Stay Road, near near you know near those places. That's where they lived, and and, and they were trouble, and, and and those areas were, were, were always trouble, and, and well, we'll see that eventually David David pushes them out. But it's it's amazing that that the that area of Eretz Yisrael has always been the place that stood in between eternal peace and 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 sorrows for for our people this is amazing, this is amazing. anyway so vayach yonatan so yonatan killed etnesiplishtim the the head the, the army the, the 
the article calls it the, the commission. Hashem begeva vayishmau plishtim. So Rashi says, Sardiot sheayalahem al Yisrael vosivu begeva apinyom. You know what it sounds like? It sounds like Hanukkah. Right? They killed the, 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 the head guy and, and, and that's when chaos uh, broke out. Uh, so if you look at the art scroll note, he says, Yonatan wished to provoke a battle with the Philistines who would, who would be sure to retaliate after assassination of their governor. That the, that the Philistines had a force in Geba, which is a province of Binyamin, far from the Mediterranean coast where the Philistines leave, shows the extent of their penetration into Eretz Israel, right? It says that, you know, they, they, had, they had deeply penetrated. You know, you know it's also amazing. Um, you know, assassination of a governor. That's how World War One started, right? The, the what was his name? The Archduke of uh, what was his name? Uh, the Archduke Ferdinand. Ferdinand, right? Right, right Ferdinand. Uh, all my all my Jeopardy people are here. Uh, yes, that's how World War One started, right? Wars get wars get started by assassinations. That, that that's uh, not an uncommon uh, theme in history. Uh, now I'm not sure if the the assassination of Ferdinand, if the guy, if the people involved thought they were going to provoke a world war, that I'm not sure. But, uh, but, uh, but clearly here, the goal was, was to pick a fight. <laughs> There's no, no doubt about it that, that, that the goal was to, get, to draw the Philistines, the Philistines, the Plishtim, to the battlefield. So Shaul blew the shofar um, that, that, that the Jewish people should hear. Um, the Radak says, says that he commanded that shofar be blown throughout throughout the land. Now, now remember, shofar always shofar always represents uh, not just uh, so we know by the chatzosros was the call to. So, Okay, sorry about that. Okay, shofar always shofar is always the call to uh, to war. But more than that, um, I I have to say the symbolism of the shofar um, before B'nai Israel could go out to war, they have to do tshuva, and, and the blowing of the shofar. It says that pasuk in uh, I think Yoel. Uh, says that when we blow the shofar in the city, it doesn't. Is there anybody that doesn't uh, fear? The Rambam writes in, in the beginning of Hilchus Tshuva, Afal Pisha Shofar Gezeres Hakosufi. Right, even though that the the blowing shofar uh, is considered a, it's one of the six hundred thirteen mitzvahs. Right, uh, you want to know why we blow shofar on Rosh Hashanah? Um, the Rambam says in, in his introduction, he says, because Hashem tells us we have to blow Shofar on one of the 613 mitzvahs. But he says, Remez, it's a Remez, le Uri Yeshena Mi Wake up. So, so the Shofar is that symbol of not just of war and not just of gathering, but it's a symbol of tshuva. And it's a symbol of that, that, the, that the Gemara says in Mesechus Rosh Hashanah, Right? It says in Rosh Hashanah, we're supposed to blow the shofar of the ram. Why? Because, because when you blow the shofar, I remember Akedas Yitzchak, and I remember Akedas Yitzchak. So then I, then I 
that I, I view it as if you yourself was prepared to go and to sacrifice yourself. So the shofar begins a war because it's it's a call to, to not just to pick up the arms, but it's also a call, you know, right? Right. The Gemara says a great praiseworthy is the person who comes with his learning in his hands. Maybe, maybe for, for the war, praiseworthy is the person who comes to the battlefield with it with chuva in his hand, chuva and masim tovim, and maybe that's the symbol as well of, of, of the shofar. Yisrael was a doubt. And all all the uh, uh, Jewish people heard he caused Shaul as the simplest tip that Shaul had killed the the simplest. It was actually Yonatan, but it was not. The Gamniv Ash Yisrael Bakrishtim, and 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 Yisrael has become despicable in the eyes of the Plishtim. And the people, um, interesting, Vayitzaku. He translates as people were summoned to show at Gilgal. Vayitzaku, you mean they screamed out? Uh, but uh, says, um, so puts it in the right perspective. He says, Is why the word by which really means they screamed out. So says, Indian Asifa, He says, But somebody's going around yelling, everyone needs to gather at uh, at Gilgal. So so there, there was an aspect of screaming involved, and that's why although the purpose was to gather the people, uh, and um, and uh, and but but really really means that the, the guy ran around yelling. Now now Radak points out, picks up on the fact that they said that they said that I was going to go up uh, that, that that he picked. No, I was listening to it upstairs. I came down together. That that the uh, he he picked up on the fact that it says uh, he cost Shaul. So uh, so Masudat David points out Af Shionatanico Yechshav Lashol Yehu Amelav Chol Davar Yikreal Shimon. Right, although Yonatan did the act, but it's but Shaul gets the credit. Right, he's the manager of the baseball team. Right, if the team wins, the, the, he's a great manager. If the team loses, he's a horrible manager. Right, doesn't matter who hit the home run. Says the manager. Right, the coach. Right, he called Shaul Kachshavu Ashomim Kishahui Kol Otsiva Yonatan Lahakoso, or 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 he commanded Yonatan to to do it. Uh, either way, either way, um, Shaul is at the forefront. Shaul is the focus. Shaul is the king, and Shaul is the leader. Right. Uh, now, what happens? So it says, Uplishtim Nesvuli Lachem in Israel. So, needless to say. There was a reaction uh, on the on the on the side of the plishtim. Uh, they did not take kind to their uh, to their uh, governor being assassinated. Needless to say, um, I think uh, somewhat justified. Um, although, although we're rooting against them, but you understand their uh, thinking. Shloshim elif recha, so thirty thousand chariots, pretty intense army. V'sheishes alafim parashim. Right, then there was a 6,000 cavalry. So they, they gathered an immense army. They're like they were, they were out to destroy the Jewish people. Um, 
I probably should have brought up a map to show all this to you, but all right. But the, but but the, 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 these were the these were the locations. Uh, <clears throat> now, um, okay. So so there's this immense army that that's gathering against the Jewish people, and certainly enough uh, to to scare everybody. But what happens? So it says that that um, the men of Israel saw that they were in trouble. For the people were hard pressed. So, so the, the basic the basic story is that the people saw this immense army that, that's that's gathering. So they they began to become scared. Lashon Tzara. So they, they they were they were petrified, and and they they hid, they hid. It's, it's similar again, just to to refer back to the story of Gidon. It says that when uh, the Midianites were were overwhelmed, them it says they built fortresses, they hid in caves, and they did and they did all of this. So that's that that's what was happening here. They hid in caves and fortresses, rocks and in towers and 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 in, and in pits, right. <clears throat> The Ivrim of Yarden, and it says that uh, some even crossed the Yarden, Eretz God the Gilad to the land of God and Gilad. The Shaol Odenabat Gilgal, the whole Am Chardu Acharav. So Shaol was in Gilgal, and all the people, uh, you know, were, were after went went after, went after him. Yeah, it says so. The Masudat David says that they were escaping. They went over the Yarden. It says, it says, God say some Israel of Ruaya, Ubarku Eres Gila. But Shaul Odenova Gilgal, the low Yarada dying across the Mohammed. The whole Ama shall loan his cabo below Barku, Hardula Lefes, Akarabo Mohammed. He says, those that, those that did not run away, those that were, had somewhat faith in, in the story, um, they, they, um, they gathered. At Shoal at Gilgal. Now, now, if you remember, um, a while back, when 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 Shmuel met Shoal, one of the things that Shmuel was what Shoal was supposed to do was wait for Shmuel to come back to Gilgal. Now, so so now, now we have a little bit of a flashback that originally Shmuel had told Shoal that he's going to come and meet him after the whole process of him becoming the king and remember he met a certain amount of people and then there was a whole story over there and, and he told him that he has to come back to 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 this place and, and he and he has to wait for Shmuel it says uh, he waited in the time that that Shaul uh, that Shmuel had appointed him and told him to wait. And so the people began to disband from him. He saw says the people began to scatter away uh, from him and leave. They weren't they weren't willing to uh, wait. Now, so what happens? Shaul said, bring me the 
the Ola, the burnt offering, and the Shlomim, Vayala Ola. And he and he he offered the korban. Remember, we're talking about bamos, bamos are private mizbechot. We're, we're, we're living in a time of heter bamos in the time of Shmuel after the Mishkan Shiloh was destroyed. Um, they, were, they lived in a period what's called heter bamos, and they were allowed to offer private korbanos on the mizbeach, and it did not even require a kohen. So here, here you have a classic example of the use of bamos and and Shaul, Although he was told to wait for Shmuel, sees that the people are becoming extremely, extremely anxious, and and they and and he, and he goes ahead and he does the quote. Vayhi kichalosel lahalosa ola b'nei Shmuel ba vayatzev shol lekrasol levarchol. So of course you know what happens uh, when he's when he's supposed to wait and he jump the gun and he do something. So so two seconds, you know, right away. Uh, whoever you were waiting for, whatever you were waiting for happens. You know, that's how it goes. Like if we would have waited just a little longer, uh, then then Shaul would have uh well Shmuel would have come. So Shmuel said, you know, what what did you do? As as Mrs. David says, Wait for me to come. And I'm gonna give the korban. So I saw that the people were were disbanding. And 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 again, as the Masudata, he says, Lazman Hayamim Kavata. and you didn't come, you didn't come on time. Uh, as the Radak points out, Kishmo Amarlo, Sham Shmuel told him that he'll come at the end of seven days. Lahalos olos lisboach zivchei shlomim in order to give korbanos. Biyamalo shivus yomim tochel wait seven days at boilecha. The kasher ra'ah shauk loba bayomashvi baboker lahalos ola when Shaul saw that he didn't come in the morning to do the korban. The kvari chena ola the hashlomim k'mosh amalos shmuel and the korban was already was already. Uh, prepared. Amar Shaul she agishu elai haolav yashlamim kuhu yaleosam. The chato bezet. So Radak says this was wrong. Ki hayalo laholchil kol ayomada erev. Right. Uh, the the Gemara tells the story of Nachdiman ben Gurion. Right. That Nachdiman ben Gurion. Um, he he agreed to pay. Uh, he paid a price. I think it was for wheat. And um, the details of the story. And, and, and if it didn't rain by a certain point, and then the, the price would go down. And, and, and if it didn't rain by a certain point, so it says that he that that he was going to pay a, a tremendous amount of money. So right. So so the Gemara tells the story that 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 the guy came to collect the money, and Nakdim and Ben Gurion said that that no, 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 not yet. It's not the time because the sun is, st- is still is still up. And 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 the mirror and it says that and then the the sun kind of set it got dark and the guy said and even though it started to rain but uh, the the guy said that no uh, you're you're in you know you have to pay the money and and it says a miracle happened and 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 the the clouds cleared away and the sun came out again so the Gemara says that's why it's called Nachtimon Nachta Shemesh Bishvilo that the 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 sun came out uh, for him so so that was. Wow. So that, 
That was the idea that the Radak is saying. He's saying that he's saying that 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 although Shmuel said the seventh day, you know, you know what you know what this sounds like. It sounds like the Chayta Egel, right? What happened? What happened by the Chayta Egel? It says so. Shmuel, so Moshe said forty days. So what happened? <laughs> so they miscounted. We know the whole story. Aaron said Chagla Hashem Machar, right? Aaron said that there should be a yontif for Hashem tomorrow. What was he thinking? He figured tomorrow, he didn't think they were going to wake up at the crack of dawn. He thought that they'll wake up and they, they, uh, they'll take their time. And then eventually in the middle of that day, Moshe you know, will come down and avert the disaster that's about to take place. Uh, unfortunately, it did not happen. But again, it's a similar idea that Shaul should have waited to the end of the day. And right? Radak just uh, makes an editorial comment. He said the fact that he wasn't a Kohen and he gave a Korban, that's not a sin. Just show you I don't make up these things. Um, that um, it was it was the time of, of Heter Bamos, and and he was allowed to to give to give the Korban. So you know, you know, you know what the lesson is. A lot of times in life, it's judgment. Like, like we make good judgment, and we make bad judgment, and, and and sometimes we have to. And sometimes patience. You know, we say patience is a virtue, and and you know, there's there's a lot of truth to that. And sometimes, and, and you know, you, you know, this is a hard call because because Shaul saw something which he thought was off. He saw that the people were were move, were moving away, and and, and he saw that as a, a, you know as a problem. But but Lamaisa, he should have had faith in Shmuel Anovi. When Shmuel Anovi said he was coming, he should have waited for him to come. And that was uh, poor judgment on his part. And and that, that's that's what happened here. Um, now, um, so it says that Shaul went to bless him. So Latelo Shalom. So it means he went to say hello to him. That's what it really, really means. Um, and he said, so Shmayom Shmuel Ma'asisa. Right. The other, so the other thing that, that Shaul said, he says, it's not just that the people were getting nervous, he says, but the Plishtim were, were, were becoming a, a very, very serious threat. So the passage goes on. And I thought, The Plishtim will descend upon me in the Gilgal, Upnei Hashem, and I didn't dive until Hashem. And I fortified myself. So interesting. Interesting what Shaul says. He says, uh, he says, Ato Yardu, since we gathered here at Gilgal, Yardu, certainly they're going to come down. Ubalkorhi I'm going to be forced to defend ourselves. So, so, so um, Shaul says to Shmuel, he says, listen, he says, he says, you know, we gathered here at Gilgal, you know, he told me to wait. The Plishtim are, are at the door. They're going to come and attack. I'm going to be forced to go to battle with them. But I didn't give a Korban. Uh, you know, I, I, I didn't give a Korban. And, and, and meaning that I'm going to go to battle without Dominic first. And 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 he, and he said, uh, you know, that that was that was not okay. Um, the matter springs down that um, 
before Akeda Sitzka, he says that the, the Satan came to Kodesh Baruch Hu and said, you know, that it says that when, when Yitzchak was weaned, it says, Vayas Abraham right? He says he made a, a very gala event. Uh, and the Satan said to Kodesh Baruch Hu, from, you know, from the, all, all, all the things that you made, did, did he even offer you one korban to Hashem? And, 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 uh, and so, so he said, he said that, he said that, you know, Hashem says, if I ask him to sacrifice Yitzchak, he'll do it uh, right away. Uh, obviously, that measures needs a lot of explanation. But I'm saying with that idea that that you know before you go to war, uh, you know there has to be some kind of uh, uh, of focus on on a kaddish bravo. Okay, so so that so that's actually a legitimate um, and and Masudat David Radak also continues. And I fortified myself. Both and Rashi uh, say the same thing. If we look at Rashi, he says, My heart said, Wait for you. But I felt like I had no choice and, and, uh, and, I, had to do, and I had to do what I had to do. Uh, the, the words of the Mesudat David, uh, I had to do something before they came, they came upon us. So um, it sounds legitimate. <laughs> That's just a little bit uh, complex about the story. Although Shmuel did tell him to wait, but his response really was legitimate. It, 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 sound, it sounded like a good response Um so the only thing I could think of, or let, let's do the next passage before I say what I was going to say. Niskalta, he says, you have acted foolishly. You did not keep the commandment of Hashem that I commanded you. Because until now, Hashem would have established your kingdom over Israel forever. What 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 in the world does that mean? So kiata with ne asos I'm reading Rashi. Right, Rashi quotes in the Gemara that says that when you that someone doesn't rise to a, a position of greatness with the intention of him alone, there's always a potential for future generations. Now, how you? How you reconcile that with the concept of Mahal's based David? Very good question. Um, uh, it, 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 it's, it's one of those perplex, it's one of those perplexing questions that you, you get when you go through Novi. Because you know, you know, remember we, we're looking back at uh, the Monday morning as the Monday morning quarterback. Like you know, certain things have to happen. So, so so does that mean that the judgment of the people? Who, mis- who made mistakes to allow it to happen should be condemned. Like sh- sh- so, r- r- what Rashi is saying is that uh, what what the Novi was saying to Shaul is that you potentially could have been the uh, the king forever, or your not not you literally, but your 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 descendants. One one second, no, that's not true. Lo Aminu gave a bracha that the kingship has to be from the. You know, has to come from uh, Shevet Yehuda. 
How do you reconcile that? Very, 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 very difficult, very hard to understand. Um, it's a similar concept that, you know, um, um, at the end of Shlomo's life, so it says he turned away. Uh, I don't know what it means. He became old. He, he, he couldn't control his wives. Whatever, whatever it means, not for now. But, but whatever it was, clearly he let them worship idols. The, uh, the Gemara says, Chas Shalom, think the Shlomo Amela sinned like that. Uh, you know, the Pusik seems to indicate it, but the Pusik doesn't mean that. Okay, whatever it was. Anyway, so the punishment for Shlomo was, uh, but Denovi is very harsh of him. He says he's not, wasn't like his father. Uh, but, and, and the punishment was that the kingdom was divided, right? Yoruban ben Nevat, uh, I think the Gemara just mentioned Yoruban ben Nevat recently, and the Daf. Um, the, um, was go, went north and, and Yehuda and Binyamin stayed south. Now, now, Rechabam, right, was the son of Shlomo, right? So, so he was not the greatest. <laughs> he was not the greatest guy. Uh, let, let's call a spade a spade. The Navi says, forget it. However, right, so, so, you know, so there was a crisis when he became king, right? Right, the people were, 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 over, were, were paying too much taxes, right? Wow, imagine that, imagine that story. That's another story that never changes. Taxes is always the is the is 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 the issue in every everything. Uh, it, it, centuries and centuries we're talking about raising the taxes, lowering the taxes. It's really unbelievable if you think about it. Anyway, so 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 there was a machlokes between the the Zakanim and the and the young people. The Zakanim told Rahab and lowered the taxes, so the people will you know will embrace you. And the and the young the young uh, as we call the whippersnappers said. Make it harder for them, and anyway, because of that, so they so they they uh, seceded from the union, if I may use the term, and they uh, and uh, and they went and they went north, and there and there would have been a civil war, but the Novi said, no, 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 not happening, and Novi comes and stops the civil war, and they don't have a civil war anyway, and they just go north and south. Now, uh, now. How do you have that, how do you judge that story? So on the one hand, you said you say Rechavim was he was ridiculous, like like he should have like he should have listened to the Zakanim and he should have made peace with the people. But on the other hand, you have this 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 specter of a Navua that's looming over his head that Yeruvim ben Nevad has to be the king in the ten tribes of Israel. Could he have stopped that Navua from taking place? Hard to understand. I don't know. Maybe, 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 maybe if he makes the right decision, that Nevoah is thrown out. Hard to know. But I'm saying it, it, it becomes very hard to judge, judge people, you know, when you know other things have to happen that don't mess with their story. So, so when, when, when Shmuel says to, to Shaul that, you know, your kingdom could have been, you know, forever, but really? But I thought there had to be a, Descendant of David, uh, no, of Yehuda, that had to. Well, we know it was David. But I'm saying that had to. Very, very. I, I, I have a lot of problems, like trying to to put this all together. But it, it is really an issue to think about in the context of these stories. That 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 yeah, they they made mistakes, but at the same time, they weren't supposed to be in these spots. Someone else is supposed to be in these spots. Very hard to understand. Very hard to understand. Uh, so, so, so it's hard to understand when Shmuel says, "So you, you would have been the king forever." What do you mean you would have been the king forever? No, you wouldn't have, unless you, unless you say that 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 maybe what happened with Yeruvim ben Nevat maybe would have happened in a, nat- a more natural manner. Maybe there would have been a king in the north and a king in the south. I don't know. 
it's, I, 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 I could speculate on it all I want because it's not happened. So, and, and, and there's, no, there's no indication, I, I'm, I'm totally making this up. There's, there's, no, there's, there's no indication that that could have happened. But, but, maybe, but maybe that's the answer. I don't know. There's something to think about. Uh, when you look, when you look at again, again, it's it, it's that challenge of trying to make sense of events of people and decisions of people who who, who we know that we that those that they have to make those mistakes because we got to get other people in there. Hard to kind of put that all together. And so when I look at this, we have Tom when he says Hashem is Mam Al Yisrael Adolam. So what does he mean by that? What does, it, what does that mean? I don't know. So, he's, so, so just to read to you the words of the Radat, Miss Kalta, you were foolish. Kikvara Isi, Reisa, I, I already, you already saw Masha Martilacha, Uli Israel, Hakom Miskayen. Like, 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 so this was the criticism. He said, You saw that everything I told you was going to happen, happened. The Atak, Kilohem Manta, Shavol Bismani, Kaparta, to be He says, he, so, so here's the, 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 the criticism. Uh, Shmuel said to him, he says, I laid out a plan for you. Up to this point, everything along the plan happened. So now, now you decided that, that the, the follow-through isn't going to happen, but you saw that the follow-through did happen. So I don't understand you. So you, you deny me when the vuasi below shamartes misbrosh Hashem lokecha shetzivcha, and 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 you didn't listen to the mitzvah that what you didn't follow Hashem's commandment that I command. Aidei shani amarti lecha will Yisrael bishmo below samruas pi Hashem. Don't rebel against the words of Hashem. Vinei atamarisa espiv, and you have you have rebelled against my mouth, meaning the mouth of the number. I told you to wait. And you were scared, as you, you said. You have rebelled against the words of Hashem. And your bitachon, your, your security of through emuna has been removed. Shmuel said, did you really think that a Kaddish Baruch was not going to save the Jews? And the every... Right, and that's, that's, that's also um, that's a strong message that, that life is a process. He says, things don't happen overnight, Shmuel said, but I laid out the roadmap for you. I told you exactly what's going to be. And now at the last minute, you, you, you altered off course. You didn't believe what I was telling you. So, so he says, nah. He says that that's that's no good. He says that that that's very bad. Uh, and uh, it, it's you know I, I think the words of the Radak resonate that you know we, we want sometimes people want to be heroes on their on their own time, but everything has its time. And and and, and the real the real smart people know when to act and when and when not to act. Um, the Gemara Gemara tells the Gemara tells the story of. Uh, Shaul with um, with our God. Well, we'll get to that story. It's another failure uh, of judgment, and, and and David with Shimmy, where he doesn't kill him, and and, and is a benefit. Everything has its time. 
But 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 Rav Shmuel's criticism to him was that you had the roadmap. You knew exactly, and everything that I told you up to this point came true. So why in a why in, in a frantic moment did you think that this wasn't go, going to happen? So so he says we have Losakum. He says your kingdom will not last. Okay. You're right. Uh, Hashem lo ish kilvavo. Um, you can't, uh, Hashem has thought a man after his own heart. So, you know, it was, was interesting is, um, right? So, since you didn't listen, your kingdom will not endure. Hashem will be looking for a man who follows in his heart and, and will keep the mitzvahs. So what's interesting is this does not set Shaul off. It's not till after the war with Amalek that Shaul is set off. So, so I, wonder why, I wonder why that's, I wonder why that's, that's true. Now, Stavayakam Shmuel, Vayalmin Agilgal, Givas Binamin, so Shaul uh, was left with 600 men. So they were in the the uh, the valley of the Binyamin. I don't know what the valley of uh, the, the place the place of uh, of Binyamin. Geva Giva is like a hill, the hill of the of Binyamin. Uh, a raiding party went forth from the Plishtim in three companies. Next Sunday, um, I'll show you the map. Okay, I believe that I have to look for it. There's a there's a website that uh, that that somebody showed me. That, uh, that that has maps per Perak in Tanakh. So I'm going to look up in the map, see if it's Shia, and I'll just kind of give you just a geographical understanding of what's taking place. So today was a Hashkafic understanding. But, uh, so let me just read to the end of the Perak, and then we'll stop it. A few more Pesukim. The Harash lo yimatse. Now there was no smith to be found anyway. Behold, Eretz Yisrael. Ki amar plishtim pen yaso I think we spoke about this earlier. One of the Gezeras of the Plishtim was they weren't allowed to make weapons. Right, right. Does this sound familiar? <laughs> you know what happened in, after World War One? Wasn't that part of the uh, the Treaty of Versailles that they weren't allowed to? Germany was not allowed to 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 hold to hold arms. That's, a, that's another one of the another one of the brilliant plans in, in world history. Anyway, Vayerdu called Yisrael Plishtim, so all Yisrael had to go down to Plishtim. Lil Tosh Ishes Macharashto Bes Esovas Kardumo. Each man to sharpen his plow, his spade, his axe, the ace macharesha so, and his hoe. So they had to use um, they had to use farming tools as weapons. The hayap sirap pim, and there was a multi-group file la macharesha's um that they used to sharpen shlish kilshon la adarvan, and these were all done to create weapons. 
והיה ביום מוכנס ולא נמצא חרב וכונס ביד כל עם אשר השאול וסיון עשן. They didn't have weapons. They, they would fight with sticks and stones. By the way, in 1948, <laughs> I'm not saying they had no weapons, but uh, it was close. Uh, they, they, they didn't have much. But Timotei Shaul Yonasan, ולא נצחר וכנס ביד כל עם אשר השאול וסיונסן, ותימצא לשאול וליונסן מנו. And it says that, uh, it says, and the people who were with Shaul, but they could not be found with Shaul and Yonatan his son. So there was a, so there was a, a war about to take place. You, you know, um, if, if you read the, If you read the stories in 1948, uh, well, what did they have? They didn't have an army. They didn't have, they barely had, you know, it was only after uh, the Golda Meir went in and, and, and was, it was able to convince Americans to donate a ton of money. Remember, all illegal money. All, there are people, you know, there, there, there are untold stories of, of, of Americans that went to jail. Um, in 1948, 1949, because they smuggled weapons to Israel, because there was an embargo act on the, in the world, which only meant that the Israelis couldn't get weapons, but uh, the Arabs were getting from the Russians. And, and there were people, uh, and, and, you know, when Golda Meir came here to raise money, there was no uh, 401c, there was no uh, tax deduction, it was literally people took money out of their pockets, you know, and as she said that, that it's not your decision whether we're going to have a state. But it is up to you whether it will survive. And 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 here we ha- here we have it. The f- not not the first time in our history that we were stuck with minimal weapons and minimal uh, military. Here it was um, the the plishtim, as we described earlier, were, were gathering a massive army, and the Jewish people barely had a- a- any weapons. But we're going to see the heroic efforts of Yonatan next week. So, Blina, we're going to stop here because uh, I've gone over my time, uh, and we'll go. We will discuss. Uh, The, the efforts of Yonatan, who becomes a, um, a, a hero for all of Jewish history, um, as, and he is highlighted every Motsoi Shabbos in the Yitam um, and, and we'll see what he does. And also, Blinetar, I'm going to try to see if I can get you a map to, just to give you some geographic, I'll share the screen with you to give you some geographical perspective of what we're dealing with. Okay, we'll stop here for tonight. Thanks again, everyone. for always coming on every Sunday night. We have a fabulous crowd um, and, and a growing Chabura. And Mr. Hashem uh, will be up on the podcast. If anyone who's normally here missed it, tell them, we'll be, uh, give me some time. I'll put it up on the podcast. And uh, Mr. Hashem, the podcast is on all the podcast platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, or you can go to, to uh, jewishpodcast.fm slash Rabbi Elisha Weiss, and you, can, and you will... find all of my uh, recordings. Have a great week and have a great night and stay healthy. And uh, Mr. Shem, we'll see you next Sunday night. Thank, Thank you, Rabbi. Rabbi.